0: Welcome everybody to the fast movers dynasty podcast exclusive podcast for the winners at war dynasty league. This is episode 28 I'm your host Jin, and with me as always is our leader commissioner extraordinaire and the manager of micah's farm team lance. What's up lance?
1: What's up, man? You know had no contention. I wasn't in contention this year so I'm just you know brewing talent on my team just shipping them off to playoff teams and Michael was the one that you know came to me first and here he is.
0: Yeah, it's not like you it's not like you were solely uh Micah's dealer, right? You you were offering to anybody who wanted some some of your homegrown talent and nobody took your offer. My shop's, shop's been offer. open,
1: my shop's been open, but uh you know Micah's one of my closest boys, so you know, it's always easier to you know text him and stuff like that but man those trades are looking fire for him um early on and it's just been a, some lessons you know but i mean it's paid off for Michael.
0: yeah man let me say your talent um your uh scouting has been pretty on top of it and your talent de- um development has been on fire cuz you re- you rehabilitating a lot of Dreams. players man you throwing I, I'm- Uh, Yeah, you you got the Uh, whole Rams roster on your team, it seems like, and they all they all, you know, stocks rising.
1: You know, I know everybody's stressed out. So, you know, I like to provide like just you know, a stress-free environment, you know, to my fantasy team. It's normally what I do in real life, too, you know. So I was picking these guys who just like, you know, I feel like they've just been down, like just kicked out, you know, and I just bring them back to life. I mean, Carson Wentz coming back, you know, strong. Um, <laughs> I got Baker Mayfield, you know, coming back, uh, strong too. We're going um, to sign him all to a team next year. And, you know, Cam Akers, RB1 last week. Let's go.
0: I mean, you must have like a very like nurturing environment on your roster where they just, you know, feel like I love man, you just bring the best out of them. Cause Baker's making some throws that he hasn't made in years. So kudos, man. <laughs> While yeah. on my team, everyone's just, out of it, they're just done. They want next year to come. They're just sitting out for no reason. And it's like, all right, all right, guys. In the dynasty,
1: bro, the work don't stop. Nope. Let, let, keep on working.
0: I did pick up uh Stidham. We'll see. <laughs> I was I just know, playing I keep up, away. We'll see. I
1: picked up seven dude too. I think was a good pickup, but uh, I don't know. He doesn't even have like a picture, but uh <laughs> seems pretty good. So, you know, work don't stop.
0: <laughs> hey man, I, at your rate. That guy's gonna have a picture by next week because you just developed him into a stud. So <laughs>
1: everybody's gonna know Rashid Shaheed. Let's
0: go. Oh, hey, that's that guy's that guy's been taking some of Olave's targets off. So I know, go. I know who I'm that is. Sneaky
1: pickups, sneaky stashes.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, sneaky man. He's the deep threat right now for them saints. So yeah, I like it. Um, so this is our final playoff prediction time capsule episode. Uh, first of all. We're at the finish line for the first season of our Dynasty League. So I can't wait for this week to end because the trade phones are in the charger. And I'm ready to roll in the offseason. So let's go. Uh, Trade phones are going to be on standby. Lance, what a difference between week one and week two of the playoffs, man. We We were throwing up duds the first week. We got everything wrong. And then week two, we were 100%. Um, So, I mean, I think there's only one commonality, one factor that comes into play and in why we were so successful last week and so unsuccessful the first week. And I think it's the fact that Daryl wasn't on to, to uh cloud our picks judgment. with us. Yeah, cloud our judgment, basically, yeah. <laughs> Zay um, Jones, by the way. Uh, Zay Jones, <laughs> that guy. I mean, <laughs> oh, man, he was played in a lot of playoff matchups. Um, and yep, but yeah, that's why we have this matchup. The championship match is set, and we have Mina, the one and done versus Micah, pour one out for Mahomes. Let's just get into it. Um, you'll hear this after the victory is won by one of these two guys. Um, so let me just say, I hope it's Micah, um, but we'll see. Uh, we got Mina projected for 126.44 points. Um, but that's with Derrick Henry in the lineup, and he's doubtful. Um, if you just if I just uh, replace him and put in the highest projected bench player, he's projected around one thirty four point six two So still pretty respectable. I mean, his team is stacked. So we got plug and play stacked. players, Joe Burrow. I mean, little are you a little worried he's at the Buffalo Bills? I mean,. About about
1: a, I mean, you have to. I mean, um, tough matchup, you know, one. It's crazy how like regular season does not matter. And we're looking at one week and I mean, looking at both of these teams supposed to have some tough matchups on both sides of the ball for their number ones. So, um, Got to be a little nervous, but at least you're at home. But uh, Joe, Joe Burrow has been um, lighting it up lately.
0: Yeah. But Buffalo has like, I think the second best defense top five for sure. Not after ideal. The Niners. Not um, an ideal matchup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And then he has running backs, Dalvin Cook uh, plugging in him and AJ Dillon. They're, they're going to guarantee be the RB one and two. And his wide receivers seem set at CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, and Mike Williams. And of course, we got Travis Kelsey, uh, the main event, the best tight end in the game. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of this matchup. So is who would you give the advantage to having the quarterback um, or the the main weapon in a fantasy matchup? What side do you like usually?
1: I mean, in this case, I think you have to pick Mahomes. Um, I mean, he's going to – I mean, unless Kelsey gets, you know, three or two or three touchdowns and, you know, he's going to spread the ball around. So it's not all Kelsey. I mean, he'll get his, but – Mahomes is just isn't so consistent this year. Um, gotta take Mahomes here, I think. But it's, I mean, if you're gonna have uh, like the guy to have on the, you know, to soften the blow of Mahomes going off, Kelsey is that dude. He could have four touchdowns. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think in this kind of case, right, Travis Kelsey is the definite number one option. But the Denver defense is pretty good, and. They might just try to take him away and make him throw to all these unknown guys. Um, But Mahomes, as we know, can and will do that and be the quarterback one probably at the end of the the week. Um, But now we got some decisions to be made. We got decisions to be made at his flex position and his super flex position. Um, Due to an unfortunate concussion for Tua, he has, a, he has to choose between these two guys. Teddy Bridgewater um, at the New England Patriots, who who's, he's currently plugged in as the starter, or Andy Dalton at the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, these are two backup-level quarterbacks playing against two pretty good defenses. I mean, either way, doesn't look too good for, for my boy Mina.
1: Yeah, you know, unfortunate for Tua, I think you could just see it. You know, that second half, three picks, um, definitely wasn't himself. And um in a in a different type of league, I think um, you know, you could find a flex pretty easily. But in Dynasty, I mean, we're playing we're playing pretty deep on our benches. So I mean, hardly anybody's on the waiver wire, but losing Tua. Um, I think Mina picked up Bridgewater, so at least she's starting him there. I think he's locked in. Um, I don't think he has a better option, but um yeah, I mean I got some decisions here at Flex. And I mean
0: yeah, you can run it down.
1: I mean even Mike Evans, you know, I think if you were to look at Mike Evans, he's one of those dudes that um like we we're talking about the Battlegrounds episode that it's just been so disappointing this year mm-hmm. in terms of he just kills your team like you can't bench him. You know, I mean, you can, but can you really? Because, you know, previously he's shown that he can put up monster games, but he's absolutely killing you. And in, in, in like a normal redraft league, like the waiver wire, I think you could find a decent pickup, but man, they're bare in our league. Um, so Mina's got to work with what he's got to work with.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, so I, he has, I, he has options for the flex, but not very good <laughs> ones. Um, he, Michael Carter, Chuba Hubbard, Rex Burkhead, uh, Chase Claypool, Slayton, Tyler Boyd, Julio Marquise. I mean, who would you be looking at if it was your team uh, to run on the flex?
1: Um, whew. I mean, Boyd has a pretty tough matchup um, with Buffalo, but he does have that stack. You know, do you? I mean, it's not the best stack to bet on. Um, I think Goodwin is uh, questionable. He's probably out. Um, Tannehill is out, so Woods is gone. I probably would be looking at uh Slayton or a sneaky one here is Chuba Hubbard. Um they just gashed the Lions last year, uh last week, right? But um playing a different, you know, versus Tampa Bay, they could be a tougher matchup, but he's been producing pretty well the last couple weeks, so um, I don't know, man. What What would you mm. think?
0: <laughs> um, yeah,
1: <sighs> I I think I would play. Who? I think I would play Hubbard over Boyd. I don't mm-hmm. know. It would be between Boyd and Slayton for me.
0: Hmm. So Michael Carter's out out for you?
1: Oh, Michael Carter too. Yeah. Um. I mean, he spits with Zay Jones too, right? So. I mean, Mike White is back. So, I mean, yeah, I would, I think I would rather play Michael Carter, um, these running backs over Boyd, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, what do you think?
0: Yeah, man. uh, It would would probably come down to, yeah, I agree. Uh, Carter, Hubbard, and Slayton, one of those three. Um, I mean, Michael Carter at Seattle, Slayton at in versus Indy. Hmm. Probably lean Ch- Hubbard and Car or Carter. Oh, man, it's it, yeah. it really is tough. Yeah, uh, wouldn't want to have to pick this. <laughs> I mean,
1: normally on paper, I would see Chuba Hubbard at Tampa Bay and be like, hell no, I ain't starting yeah. him. But Tampa Bay is not the Tampa Bay of last year. Um, out of you know the two, he does split work too with Foreman. Um, but I, I believe he is the better pass catching back, so he does have that upside. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty gross options in a finals week. Like, you do not want to be in this situation in a finals game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gun to my head, I think I would pick Michael Carter, but I would not be happy with it. Yeah. I would not feel safe. I mean, good luck. Yeah. What about gun to your head? Are you picking Hubbard?
1: Who I'm taking I, – I would think I would take Hubbard. Yeah.
0: Nice. All right. So I mean, hopefully, we'll see how our, our our picks on that one goes. Um, we'll see what Mina ends up doing, and and see at the end like how how it went. But yeah, man, having to pick one of those two guys as a flex in a championship, not the depth is lacking on that roster for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, losing Henry and Tua, like any team would be crippled. Um, it's tough, man. I mean. We'll see if he can pull through. Because if he does, I mean, he still has a chance. I mean, it's close.
0: Yep, it sure is.
1: It's not like it's, like, super far off. So, um, I think, I mean, this is one of the tougher decisions he'll have. Because, I mean, this is, it's huge. You got to pick the right one, right?
0: Yeah, this is probably the toughest decision all season. Um, Not just, I mean, partly because it's the title game, but also because, like, I mean, if Derrick Henry was healthy, it'll be there would be no decision, right? He Easy. just put in Derrick Henry and his lineup would be set with AJ Dillon in the flex. But Derrick Henry out or doubtful, um, yeah, that makes it real tough. I mean, caveat, of course, right? If Derrick Henry ends up playing tomorrow night or on Thursday night, then you play him, regardless of if he's doubtful or whatever, right? So no, that that's is. that's the that's the caveat, but it's looking like he's not going to play, especially because it's a short week on th- Thursday. Um, So moving on to Micah's team, he's, I mean, he's favored projection wise. He's projected at 140.70 points. I mean, he got some plug and play dudes for sure. We got quarterback Pat Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, running back Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's a definite must start, but he's challenging my team the best defense in the league. So it with the backup quarterback taking the, taking the helm. So I don't know if he's going to have a good game or not. Uh, how you feeling about Josh?
1: Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I'm playing, I mean, I'm playing versus Mike in class league too. And uh, he has Josh Jacobs on our battlegrounds. He's one of our MVPs of this year. I think versus San Francisco, again, not ideal, <laughs> you know, terrible mm. matchup, but, I mean, you have to play him Um, It's he's lock and loaded in a running back spot. There's just no better options.
0: And then you got Chris Godwin, wide receiver one, T Higgins, wide receiver two. So Burrow's on the other side of the matchup. So we have another one of these pass catcher versus quarterback matchups. Burrow has a lot of weapons. He got T Higgins, got Jamar, even Boyd, um, Mixon out of the backfield. So... Burrow could spray it around and Higgins does have games where he disappears. So I don't think that's much of a advantage per se from Micah, but it's good to have at least one option that takes some points away, right? From Burrow, cancels it out a little bit.
1: Yep. Gotta yep. Gotta agree there. Um, those two are lock and loaded, Jen. We've talked about it all year long. the wide receiver three spot. Uh, for Micah's team, is probably the weakest part of his team. What are you doing there?
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll go over that in a sec. And then, of course, plug and play, George Kittle. I mean, he's outproduced Kelsey, so let's do it one more week. Let's go. And then the decisions to be made. I mean, the super flex position between Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields. I mean, Mina would love to have this problem right now because, I mean, on his side, he's deciding between uh, Bridgewater and... And uh, Andy Dalton, while while Micah gets to choose between Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields, so, um, what a great problem to have. Kirk Cousins is as slated as the starter right now in Micah's lineup. Um, he would get a bump in projection if he was to switch over to Fields. Although projections aren't everything, right? Kirk Cousins has been the best quarterback in his room for the last three weeks.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, like I'm. I, I'm going to – I should ask Michael what he's thinking here because um, in this situation, um, you have two great options, but it's going to be interesting to see what he chooses. I think uh, Cousins has a higher floor, but I think um, Fields, if all like all cylinders are running, I think he has a higher ceiling even though Cousins has been going off lately. Um, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see. Well, what do you think? I, I think – do you, yeah, do you agree with that, or do you have you know different views?
0: No, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's a tough decision. Kirk Cousins has been balling, right? And Justin Fields just came off a pretty uh, lackluster week where he what did he have like eleven or twelve rushing yards? Like, are you kidding me? Like, how does yeah. that even happen? And he's a slightly banged up. So, but the matchup against Detroit Lions, yeah, hey. Jen.
1: Let me let me throw these stats at you because they played. In week 10, and he put up 43.38 fantasy points. He rushed for 147 yards and two touchdowns and also threw for two touchdowns too. So he has that kind of upside, and I can almost guarantee you this game is going to be such a crazy high over-under. Um, there's going to be scoring. So um, Cousins is at Green Bay. It's not the best place to play in January or December, you know. Um. So it's gonna be an interesting, pff, interesting choice here.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Micah's, you know, he's been picking the right player since we. I mean, week since week six, uh, he has Justin Fields in. Right week six through eleven, Justin Fields outdid outdid um Kirk Cousins. I think every week during that point. And then he just switched to F- Cousins right when he started peaking at quarterback five, three, and six. I mean, he's literally been uh streaming the right guy between these two for the last nine weeks. So kudos to you, Micah, picking the right dude, riding the hot hand. Um, for him to s- switch to fields after Cousins has done three um awesome performances, that would be pretty impressive. Um, but I would go Justin Fields here, just personally. Um, just, that matchup at Detroit, it's in a dome. I mean, he's going to just be running everywhere.
1: Yeah, personally, for me too. Um, Even though, I mean, fantasy is crazy, right? It's all about pitching, picking the right player at the right time. Micah's been spot on lately, but if it was me, I like to gamble. I like that ceiling. I probably would pick Justin Fields here too in that juicy matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, and also just think about, about it. Then. Yeah,
1: non-R league related, but I have the choice between Jared Goff in the same matchup or Justin Fields. Who are you taking?
0: Ooh, is it six point touchdowns or four? It's point a four. Touchdown? It's a four. Pass per touchdown. Yeah, uh, I would go Goff. Fields. Still Fields. I th- I think with that four per touchdown, I think uh, I think Justin Fields hits the end zone on the on the ground, at least one I can see him going for a hundred and one at least I think,
1: yep and I think he's he's going for he's gotta go for that record, right?
0: yeah, yeah, I think it's totally possible and and the crazy like he's like it seems like he can get out of any sack and just make something happen, so barring any you know knock on wood, any injury during the game. Or that his, you know, his foot is worse than we thought. I would run Justin Fields pretty much over, over anyone not named Pat Mahomes. I think next week
1: it's a juicy matchup. Yeah, indoors. I mean, first a junk defense, and their offense is going to put up points. So this dream matchup.
0: Yep, that's what I would. I would feel terrible if I went cousins. And you know, cousins is good to decent, and then you have like a fifty burger on the bench, uh with Justin Fields. Versus, if you started Justin Fields and he just you know gives you for some reason gives you what twelve, and Kirk gave you what twenty five, thirty, I wouldn't feel as bad, you know. Like right. Justin Fields, fifty point potential. I mean, it's championship. Go big or go home, right? Let's let's go. Yep,
1: yeah, I think the. I mean, the matchup last week was terrible for uh, Fields, you know, versus Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is he going to come out and have another stinker versus Detroit? I mean, it's possible, but I don't think it's very likely. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the ceiling, man. I'm trying to win. Like, he's one of those guys that can win you your week and just be done with it. So I'm, I'm rolling with Fields.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then you just look at it on, like, look at your challenging Nina's team who's – I mean very top heavy, but he has some question marks at super flex and at, at um his regular flex. So if you can like just smash that quarterback advantage with Justin Fields, it's just it just it'll take Travis Kelsey out of the equation practically if you can just take take that, you know. So you gotta go with the high upside, especially in this. Um his I'd say Micah's team is not um, stacked enough for him to go the safe route in this one uh, especially against Mina's team yeah
1: and it sounds a little disrespectful too yeah that we're talking about Kirk Cousins this way but I mean he just put up 40 two weeks ago and 30 <laughs> right, right. this week but but yeah man I, I like me some running quarterbacks so yep and but the Packers, I mean
0: Packers they're in the hunt they're uh-huh. they're trying so they're gonna Go all out against the Vikings. They don't want to lose to the Vikings. Come on, at
1: Lambo. Yeah, see.
0: yeah. You like that, Kirk? I mean, it's not. I don't think so. So I'm going Justin Fields on that one, and then he has a decision to make at the flex. Um, I would say it's between Miles Sanders and J.K. Dobbins, unless you want to get a little cute and put in one of these. If you if you want to put in two of these receivers, uh, one at flex and one at wide receiver three. But I think I would go either Miles or J.K. Uh, Miles is questionable. He's the current starter. Um, how, how you who are you leaning towards in that one? Miles Sanders or J.K. Dobbins?
1: Ooh, this is a pretty good. This is a pretty good one. Miles Sanders versus versus the Saints. Um, Do, Dobbins versus uh, the Steelers. Yep. Um, Sanders coming off a pretty bad last two weeks, I believe. Um, and Dobbins has been. Sharon carries with um, Edwards, so who I don't know, man.
0: That's his flex. So, so my question, okay, so would you, would you do it and put one of these other wide receivers in the flex? That means you'd be starting two of these wide receivers between MVS, Brandon Cooks, no Curtis way. Samuel. There's no way. Yep. So it's got to be one of these two backs, right?
1: Yep, yeah, I I think I would lean towards Miles Sanders here versus Saints. Mm. Um he's just a lock and loaded starter. You know, he's been getting a lot of touches, uh, just hasn't been converting. Um so I mean, I probably would lean there, but definitely not playing two wide out. Nope.
0: Yep, no way. Play two Saints. <laughs> and Miles Sanders might get some some goal line touches with with uh Hurts possibly being out, right? So that might Add to that. Maybe he'll get a cheap goal line touchdown. Um Yeah, I think I would lean Miles too, as long as he's uh, clear of the injury at the beginning of the game. So just monitor that, of course. And I'm sure Micah will. He's on top of things. Um And then this is where the weakness of Micah's team. And again, so this kind of brings to the point, this is why you got to go high potential with Justin Fields because you're starting one of these guys at wide receiver three. Uh, MVS is the current starter 7.61 points versus the denver broncos he would be you know uh, quotes stack with mahomes even though uh, probably not really what he got you said he got a zero last week right so um yeah and then brandon cooks i mean he was actually double digits last week so um who you leaning or in curtis samuel of course uh, the other Samuel, the mini um, Debo, mini Debo, as you like to say every week. Um, who are you leaning towards in the wide receiver three position? Who
1: I don't know. I think I would. Um, I think I would go. Be my choice. I, I don't think you can start MVS here. Um, I'm probably looking more who can just get me. Who is the most stable one? I think uh, for mm-hmm. me, like who can get me ten points in my wide receiver three spot. <laughs> Um, so I probably would go with. Uh, who cooks here. Mm-hmm. I think versus Jacksonville. Um, uh, the Houston man, they've been playing a lot better these last three games. Um, They just beat the Titans and they were in it in w- between in the Chiefs game, you know, too. So um, I'm playing Brandon Cooks here. I think he's what the number one, even though they're terrible, but can't gamble on NVs getting another zero
0: yeah for sure I mean what about Curtis Samuel though because yeah was I mean he would good be the with second. Carson
1: yep he would be the second one yep but um yeah either yeah. or I, I wouldn't I would play both of those guys over NVs for sure
0: yeah yeah he was wide receiver 17 last week against the Niners. and then he was what wide receiver 19 and wide receiver 12 the first two weeks when Carson wentz was the starter so yeah, I would go between Cooks and Samuel. Um, gun to my head, I'm gonna lean Curtis Samuel. Nice. And what about you? I would play Cooks. Okay. Well, perfect. So we got some, got a little bit of differences there. So we'll we'll kind of monitor the Michael Carter versus Chuba Hubbard and the uh, Brandon Cooks versus Curtis Samuel, and see what Micah Micah Amina decide to do with those with those positions that um we talk about because. They'll be making their own decisions because they're not going to hear this until after the fact uh when hey, we already crowned the champion.
1: It's it's big decisions, man. This could be between winning and losing. So tough choices.
0: Yeah. But we're on the same page for Miles Sanders. We're on the same page for Justin Fields. Um, we'll see if Mike Goff does that as well. Um, and we were on the same page for Teddy Bridgewater as well, because I mean Andy Dalton versus the Eagles. You can't you can't do that. That's a that's a no-no. Yep. Um, but, yeah, man. So, uh, grand finale. Who you got winning the whole thing? Uh, start off with you. Mina versus Micah. Who you got?
1: Whew, it feels, I mean, the two juggernauts of our league meeting up in the finals. It's crazy, Jim, because my two picks during this, I think, majority of the season was either Mina or Micah. I think prior to the playoff starting, I was on Team Micah. Um, when we were, made our first video, I jumped to Team Mina. Um, but if I had to, you know, look at the matchups, I, I have to go with Micah here, I think. Um, his team, I think, is just um, better with the quarterbacks. Um, losing, losing Tua and losing Henry is just huge, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard to replace those type of players, and it's unfortunate you got to deal with it in week seventeen. But I mean, Mina still has—I mean, Mina still has a chance. You know, he's right there up in projected. Um, so he has some killers. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I'm going to go with Mike on this one. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep the tr- first trophy in Las Vegas. Oh,
0: that's oh. oh never thought about that angle uh it would be nice to have it in hawaii so i wouldn't have to pay <laughs> next year shipping because you know i'm gonna probably be last next year too um but hey oh, let me also say don't forget we also had Daryl in that in that top echelon for a little bit we gave Daryl so much respect lance yep. when he was two and four we how do he was like the second ranked team oh my god I how how we... Oh, yes, you did. You smashed him this week. And I almost beat him last week. So, yeah. well, well, we'll see. Um, I'm going... My boy, Micah. Let's go. Micah for the win. Um, it's, it's it's down to the quarterbacks. It, it really is. It's down to that quarterback position. That Justin Fields, Pat Mahomes... Versus... Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow and Teddy Bridgewater. It just simple as that right like it's that's it that's the that's the game right there um and kittle let's go let's beat out let's beat uh mr travis kelsey let's start finish the season strong um yeah man both of us going Micah. we had the same picks from the beginning from the first round all the way till now um so it's interesting so yeah uh, let's see we're on a winning streak so yeah, good we'll luck. see how that goes I mean, yeah, man.
1: draft order will be set at the end of this week. So, can start talking about some offseason stuff. But, um, yeah, good luck, guys.
0: Yeah, man. And the, that matchup, the Ryan versus Andy matchup, they're just both limping to the finish line with mm-hmm. no Tannehill, no Kyler. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's going to be um, Andy still doesn't have Tannehill out the lineup as of uh, recording right now. Um, so we shall see. Yet he's still projected ahead of Ryan. So <laughs> yep. I would like to add
1: too, it is winner take all. So the pot will go to the winner, the whole pot, and yep, nothing for second place.
0: Yep, yep. We'll we'll just skim a little bit off the top for your podcast hosts, and just joking, <laughs> just jokes, just jokes. But yeah, man. Um, so we both got Michael winning this whole thing. Um, we'll see if we're right. Um, the trophy will either be in oh. Vegas or or on Oahu. Those are the only two destinations. So, yeah, uh, good luck. I mean, we know what happened, and I think we're gonna be right. Our predictions are gonna be right this time. I believe it. I feel it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Uh, with all that, we will conclude episode twenty nine and the season finale of. Uh, the first year of the fast movers dynasty podcast, uh, let the off season begin. Call me.